Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Hello and welcome to the 24-7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Trey Scott. Today, we are counting down 24-7 Sports' preseason top 25 rankings with the help of national basketball writer Kevin Flaherty. Before we get started, we'd love for you guys to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. Let's go. Luke May is gone, Kobe White is gone, Cameron Johnson is gone, Naz Little is gone, even Seventh Woods is gone, but Kevin, you still got North Carolina number 13 in our countdown as we as we go through the college basketball top 25, because they've got Roy Williams, and they've got a stellar incoming recruiting class. Yeah, usually when you're returning, you know, one of your, your top six players, and that one player is is maybe, you know, your your sixth best player or, you know, the, the fifth out of your five starters in Garrison Brooks, you're not going to have a team this high. And there was a spot, you know, before Cole Anthony committed where North Carolina looked like it was going to be in a world of hurt this upcoming season. But Anthony committed, sort of calmed the ships a little bit. They wound up, you know, filling out the backcourt a little more after that. Uh, through recruiting, landed a couple huge graduate transfers, and Christian Keeling, Justin Pierce. And, and next thing you know, you're looking at a roster that, that goes eight or nine deep, has, you know, the potential first-team All-American and Anthony, has multiple, you know, former five-star type players, and, and Carolina looks like Carolina again. Yeah, let's talk a little bit a little bit about Cole Anthony, uh, the son of Greg, number four player in the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, usually we have Jerry Meyer on this show, and, and he, is, he says – Cole Anthony is the best point guard prospect he's ever scouted. Uh, Cole Anthony's obviously just going to play one year in Chapel Hill, average a triple-double at Oak Hill. Uh, our expectations, we can go as high as we want here with him, right? Sure, sure. I, I, I think that uh, when you see Cole Anthony play, it's a really interesting thing to watch because he's somebody that has a freakish athleticism to him. He, he tested with a 43-inch vertical tray at the Team USA camp when he went ahead and played for the under-18 team under under Bill Self. And you would say that would be enough, except he also shoots 38% from three with a lot of those three-pointers, you know, coming off the bounce, you know, having to cross over multiple guys and, and pulling up from 27 feet. And you look at, you know, the way that he's able to apply his athleticism, the way that he rebounds, how he can get in the lane and distribute. And then you add in the competitive factor. And, and there are some people out there who, you know, probably think this kid is, you know, to, to put it lightly, a little bit of a jerk. I don't think that he's a jerk. I think that he's one of sort of those rare competitor type guys that people watch and just go, oh my gosh. I, I remember watching an EYBL game actually with Jerry Meyer uh, where Cole Anthony's team was was up 10 points just before half, 
and his teammate went ahead and, and took the final shot uh, when he was calling for the ball, and, and he dressed the kid down and <laughs> let him know that, hey, you know, I could have put us up, you know, 12 or 13 points here. You needed to give me that basketball. And, and that's the kind of competitive spirit that he brings. And, and I think, you know, we call that, you know, type of competitor uh, a lot of times a, a dog. And I think North Carolina could use a little bit of that dog, to be frank with you. There has been a litany of incredible point guards to play under Roy Williams at North Carolina. Raymond Felton, Marcus Page, Kendall Marshall, Kobe White. I'm probably forgetting a few people. Uh, is Kobe White, though, and maybe I'm thinking here of, of uh, sorry, is Cole Anthony, and I'm thinking of, of, of a Kobe White and a Raymond Felton. Is he different at all, though, from these types of players? Those are sort of speed merchants, operated the 40 minutes of heel. Are we expecting to see a little different tempo here? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that he he's going to operate at a fast tempo. Uh, I don't think he's going to distribute the way that Felton did. You know, that's that's not what he does as much. I would say he's going to be more of a plus version of what Kobe White brought. You know, he's a more gifted scorer than Kobe White is. And I know that that sounds almost like blasphemy, and we're talking about a lottery pick there. But Cole Anthony, you know, can, can score at all three levels. He's very comfortable pulling up from, from anywhere on the basketball court, and that's going to open up opportunities for other people. You know, we saw – Kobe White kind of fade in and out a little bit. There were some games where it looked like he was one of the top five, top ten players in America. And there were other times where it's like, well, gosh, I'm waiting for Kobe White to become one of the top five or top ten players in America. The potential was always there. But I, I think Anthony is going to be a more realized version of that potential. And, and when you look at what he's also capable of doing, you know, defensively in terms of climbing up into somebody's jersey, really bothering them, and, and then running the offense. It, this is a guy that could score 20, 22 points a game this year, and it wouldn't be any sort of surprise even with the talent around him. Yeah, I left out Ty Lawson in that uh, point guard spree too. So we'll move on from Cole Anthony. There is there is a nice mix here of you've got maybe two one-and-done talents, uh, Senator Armando uh, Bacot, Bacot, uh, am I saying that Totally wrong, Kevin. Uh, was uh, great. Was number twenty-seven in the composite. They've also you mentioned those transfers. Sort of a good insurance policy. Who else on this projected lineup is catching your eye? You know, I, I really like Garrison Brooks to have a breakout season. One of the things that we've seen from Roy Williams, dating all the way back to his early days at Kansas, even, is that big men tend to take you know big steps under him, and, and not everybody gets it near one. Not everybody gets it near two. But generally speaking, guys grow and they get a lot better over the course of their careers with them. And so I'm really interested to see what Garrison Brooks brings. I, I think the pairing with Bacot is really interesting. Bacot's going to be, you know, more of a, an old school post player uh, a little bit. And I, I do think he's a multi-year guy for them. I think Brooks is going to be able to play a little bit more away from the basket this season. Uh, and, and then you add in one of the graduate transfers and Justin Pierce is is six foot seven, you know, was a guy who had some success rebounding as well. So he's somebody that could potentially play the three or the four on what they need. The guy that is kind of interesting to me that nobody talks about, it feels like, when talking about North Carolina, because I think that most people sort of pencil in the two graduate transfers, uh, Brooks and Bacot and Anthony, and call it a day, is Leaky Black. 
you know, he, he's a player that Roy Williams has said is one of the more unique talents that they've had in Chapel Hill. You know, he's a six foot seven player who's played some point guard in his past and, and North Carolina has had some success with those guys. If you remember Trey back to their national title team, you know, Theo Pinson was that guy. He led that team in assist rate, even though he wasn't a point guard, you know, a, a traditional point guard. He was a six foot six guy who, who created for other players off the wing. And so I think that Leaky Black, if he's able to stay healthy and he had some injury issues, sort of nagging stuff his freshman year, if he's able to stay healthy, I wouldn't be surprised a bit if he winds up pushing into that starting lineup and, and gives Carolina maybe an element that we aren't even really thinking about right now. Yeah, this is – and we'll finish up here. Roy Williams a few years ago was not – and I know they had the NCAA investigation looming over their program. But he wasn't really uh, – he didn't seem all in on the one-and-done era of, of recruiting those types of guys. And it seems now he's finding a really nice balance between a few of those each year and returning talent and guys who you know, are in the program for several years and can kind of step up and then, and then transfers. And to me – Roy Williams' roster building, I think, is the best in college basketball. Yeah, and he had that that nice little run where he won the title where he had, I think, three former five-star players who stuck around for multiple years uh, that that were there and were, you know, juniors and and everything when they won that title. And, and then you look at, you know, bringing Naz Little in last year. Kobe White, I think, was a little bit of a surprise that he wound up becoming a one-and-done. I think people thought that he was a good player but didn't realize that he was going to make the transition to point guard as easily as he did and, and wind up becoming a lottery pick. And so it, and, and you, I think you hit the nail right on the head uh, in terms of, you don't want to have a roster filled with one and done guys, and you don't necessarily want to have a roster without one and done guys, because that's where a lot of your talent is going to come from. Those are the most talented players in college basketball. You want to have a mix of experience and talent. And Roy Williams has done an outstanding job of making sure that his team does have an experienced backbone to it when it brings those one and done guys in and and it could pay off with another national title in Chapel Hill over the next few years. That wraps up our look at number 13, North Carolina. We will continue our 24-7 sports preseason top 25 countdown next time with number 12. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.